Okay, so let's get started with the first training video or podcast that is about cultivation of buyers. And this is probably the most important part of what we do. And most of the people that I talk to, you know, the thing is, I need a point of difference. I need something that I can do that actually makes me a living and makes me valuable to my clients so that they stay with me. And the best way that we found to do this is through cultivating a buyer. If you think about the mortgage industry today, and when I speak today, today is the end of May in 2010. And what has happened over the last couple of years is that credit has become very difficult to obtain for buyers. And most real estate agents and most most everybody in the industry is going to say, well, hey, if you don't meet the guidelines, which is typically a 620 credit score, you've got to show employment, show income, then you're, you know, you got to come back to us when you do. And so that answer is, it doesn't give anyone a solution. And that's the, that's the thing I think that most people have missed is that, yeah, well, how many people are going to go on their own and figure out how to repair their credit report? They take them from a 605 up to, you know, a 625. And what do you, where do you start? What do you do? So you go online and it's all, they're bombarded with all this information and there's really no coach. There's no, there's a huge gap for people who will help them. Now there are a ton of people out there that will charge to help them and promise the world. And you and I both know that that's not always a great avenue to go down just because there's a lot of people out there who are fraud. And so maybe through a good friend, you can hear about somebody who can help you with your credit and that person helps you with the credit. But what value did you give as an agent? You know, why would they come back to you once they go and do everything for themselves? And how would they come back to you and utilize your services? Because you really didn't give them any value in the first place, except go find it on your own and come back to me when you qualify. So the, the thing that we do differently is that there was probably, and I'll give you some statistics, on our website, we went into one area, day one, um, and that area was a population of about 380,000 people in the city. So in this city, we went in and we started advertising for people to, you know, who did not meet the general requirements, having trouble getting a loan, to call us. And so out of those people, you know, there were several that actually called us on the phone. There was a link to our website, which also has a loan application on it. And out of the, you know, in a day, we probably had 260 people a day that were going to the site from that location. And out of the 260, we had probably, I would guess, probably six calls a day. Uh, I know at the end of the month, it was probably like 87 true contacts uh, a month. And there were 13 applications on average overnight. And so our whole point was to drive people to the application to go ahead and get them to apply. And we would send that on to the lender and the lender would usually come back and say, oh my gosh, you know, these people don't meet the credit scores. It's like everybody you send me is not meeting the guidelines. Well, we were doing that on purpose because in the end there were, you know, let's just say there was one in seven. This was the numbers. Uh, actually, there was one in 11 that qualified day one and they had you know, the credit scores that needed to get them there. They had the income that needed to get them there. And we would send those people on to purchase homes. So we, we made our money back 
for the advertising to get all the clients there, which we spent, I mean, just to give you an average, we spent about uh, $1,400 that month in internet advertising alone, uh, or strictly, that was all we, we did. And so then at the end of uh, the month, we also had an average of another one in seven that could qualify if somebody were to work on their credit report. And by work on their credit report, I don't know anything about credit. I know that, you know, they had some old stuff that was on there and that had been paid off and they go through their whole story with me. And I think, okay, that's great, but we need to get this off your credit report because you need to be at 620 for most programs to qualify. So we partnered with a third party company that was based in Houston, but they had some business in this area and uh, they were really good and highly recommended to us at specifically correcting credit and getting things removed that had been corrected or the buyer had paid off. And this person would gear their efforts toward the purchase of a home. So there are many, here's one thing not to ever do. Don't ever recommend that somebody goes to like a consumer credit counseling or a free service. The reason being is that those free services make you admit and report to creating an alternate way of paying off your debt. And that is seen to lenders as the same thing as bankruptcy. And so a lot of people who have done this method come back and it, you know, it bites them in the rear because they go, oh, well, we corrected their credit and a credit score is 640. But then the lender looks at it and says, oh my gosh, you know, consumer credit counseling is on their credit report. And so we can't get the loan for four years. No, no more loans. And so you have to deal with somebody who specifically deals with credit repair for the purchase of a home. And in our website, campaign82.org, we will have those resources for you. So you can go in and you can, you can click in for credit repair resources. And those will be ones that are geared toward the purchase of a home. So anyhow, we would talk to these people and we say, okay, that, this is something that we can help you with. Now, it may take you 60 days to go through this, but I've already got, you know, I advertise pretty heavily and I've already got one who's in the pipeline. And so I'm going to get paid my income on that one. Um, but while I cultivate you, really, here's how the coaching works. What you've you got to identify what is keeping them from buying a house. And you've really got to get on their side and say, okay, what, what would be the ideal situation? And most people will say, well, you know, I just want a house for me and my family and my kids where we can say it's our own. And th- the thing is, is that that's a, that's a goal, but it's not a reason for you to be highly recommended. So you kind of want to dig a little deeper and say, no, 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 no. What is, what would be the perfect house for you? I mean, do you want a, a, a shop? Do you want, you know, something that has some land on it? Do you want, you know, new construction? Do you want to pick everything out from the beginning? And you really get to know the buyer so that whenever they do get past the, the challenges that you will get them past, whether I have to hold your hand through this or not, I promise you, you will get past those things because if, you know, it's, it's like anything else in life, when you persevere, you will succeed. And if you give up, you will not succeed. And so my whole goal here is to teach you how to persevere, that there are programs, there are, you know, so many things that are hidden under rocks and, and we'll turn those over and get there. So, so that your goal would be that when you succeed and getting them approved for the purchase of a home, that not only you deliver that, but you deliver the perfect house for that buyer. And that's the part that, you know, from, from here forward, and we'll go into this with the marketing bit, from that point forward, 
you really, I mean, honestly, marketing is something that will be passive because people are so excited with your uh, results that they continue to pass on your name to their family members, to their friends, their neighbors, because usually when people are in situations, they meet up with people who are in the same situation. Say, for instance, they got laid off at work and their entire, you know, division was laid off at work. Well, people, you know, there's emergencies that come along, your credit gets bruised and a year later you get back on track, you help them. They're going to tell your name to everybody that they know because there are so many people these days that are in the same situation. I think it's something like 40% of the people who come to our website are, are ready, willing, and able to buy their first home. And right now, if you were to, I guess if you were to poll 100% of people who are not in a home, what would your guess be as to how many of them have a perfect situation that they can actually be approved for a loan. And those of us that have been in the business for a while know that, you know, nobody has ever had a perfect situation. Everybody has had a, a difficult situation, but lenders have catered to difficult situations by just, you know, adding, uh, you know, 4% interest to the rate and everybody was happy. Not to say anything bad about lenders, I was a lender. I mean, that's, that's how I, you know, I, I came into this business. I was, for 11 years, I was in mortgage. And so, but that, you know, bottom line, that's how it worked. So that, that's, you know, this is kind of the general how you get to cultivate a buyer. Now, the, the specifics are, are unique. And I would love to tell you that there is a very, you know, structured way of saying, you know, if buyer A meets this, then do this. And there just isn't. What you need is a coaching network. And that's what, what our company offers. You, you need to have the resources so that you can ask people, here is what I have and what do I do? And to have a general knowledge of the market, it only benefits you for the marketing of clients. And I'll, I'll, I'll explain that further. When we went into the marketplace, we started advertising through Google AdWords and SEO and doing all the things that Amber had been you know, familiar with. And it's, you would think that the market would respond because the more money you spend, the more people who call you. And unfortunately, that's not the way it went. What we found was that most people who were buying already were, you know, the, the, the market is saturated with realtors. It's the buyers are in high demand. And so they have a choice of like 50 realtors that would gladly take them all around town all week to shop for a house. And so instead of marketing to those people, the trick is you need to market to the people who don't think they qualify because a, they've been turned down by everybody else in the marketplace or B, they just, you know, they, they don't know that there's such a great incentive out there. I know that the tax credit was a big incentive and you kind of saw the response from that. But now what is your incentive? Well, I can tell you right now, if you are an Indian, then HUD has Indian housing programs that you can get anywhere from, you know, twelve to $25,000 toward the purchase of a home free. It's a grand, you know, it's just, it's your money. Um, the, the, each state has their allocation of state funds and bond money and, you know, grant programs that when you combine them, we were involved with a builder out of Arizona that was, you know, went to the city of Carlsbad, California, and the city was going to donate $90,000 toward the purchase of the land that went straight to the buyer. And so if you know about incentives like that, and, and I promise you, they don't 
advertise. They don't market. These kind of builders, these kind of subsidies, these kind of like city programs, they, they don't tell anybody about it. They just go, okay, well, we've got enough people calling in that they're going to figure out that there's a program like this and eventually it'll sell. And so if you find out about something like that, which let me just put it to perspective. Right now in Dallas, Texas, there are probably 40 or more houses that are sitting on the market that have incentives of anywhere from 20 to $50,000 down payment assistance that is pure grant money. It is completely forgivable. And you, you basically go advertise that to people who go, you know, I would love to buy a house, but I've got four kids. I'd need a you know, five bedroom. And so I would never be able to get new construction. I only make 40,000 a year, but I've taken care of my family and I've provided. And so we'll just continue at the rate that we have been in. But if you were to advertise to them and say, you know, this is a program that you can get this amount of money on, then I promise you the calls, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, there are times I, I wanted to, and one of these days I'll take a picture of my phone. It is constantly like flashing how many messages are online. And, you know, we, we have run this from our house and there's just, there's so much that I can do, but I talk on the phone all day uh, to people and we just acquire and acquire and acquire people who want to work under our program. And we've automated it, you know, so that people are, you know, kind of chugging along and I don't have to deal much more than, you know, just callbacks and check-ins and some emails and everybody's, you know, good and fine with that. But at any given time during the day, no matter what, it always seems to be flashing 12 new messages. And the, the, I would, I'll, I'll share with you how much I spend in a given month. Right now, our marketing budget is $2,700 across five states. And we do that amount of business, meaning that we, we probably have uh, anywhere from 20 to 30 calls a day. Uh, not that's not including the emails. It's not including the applications. It's not including anything, but that's the kind of business that we're producing just by paying attention to the people who want to buy a house. I'll, I'll give you an example of why this works too. If you were somebody who was 19 years old and you said, I want to be an architect, I want an architect's position. And everybody in the marketplace, you know, they, they come in and they interview and they go, you can't be an architect. You have to have a degree to be an architect. And so come back to me when you have a degree. Well, why would they come back to you? I mean, really, why would they come back to you unless you were, you know, like, just like the best thing out there? And so our role would be, okay, we're like a recruiter for people who, before they get in college, decide what they want to do. And we say, great, I've got a position for you. Here's your contract for that position. Go to school. And when you're out, and I'll be checking with you, Throughout all the years, you know, but I'll be checking in with you and I'll be your buddy and I'll be your pal. And we'll be a network and we'll be social together. And when you get out, then I'm going to give you that job. And so this is that's like a really long timeline. But that's exactly what we do is that we treat buyers like they should be treated and we give them full respect and completely understand that people have situations and that they can get out of it. But you've got to become a coach to them. You've got to be something that. To them, nobody else was, which is somebody who believes in them and, you know, sees them through the process so that in the end, you, you just, honestly, you will have such a pipeline of buyers. And I'm not talking, you know, like four or five buyers a month. I'm talking, you know, for in 18 months, you could have easily 18, 20 buyers a month 
that are actually closing deals because they've gone through the programs and products. Now, here's the other part about this too, is that you, there, there are programs that are out there that require certain credit scores in order for you to get approved. And most of you know that 620 is kind of that, you know, that's, that's where it is. There are plenty of programs that are out there and very viable and very real programs that do not have a minimum credit score requirement. And so again, on our resources page, there will be information about, you know, what programs require, you know, a 620 credit score and are funded by traditional forces, uh, sources like FHA, VA, USDA, and then of course the Fannie Freddie products are, are higher credit score requirements. So the, like, I'll give you an example, NACA. It's N-A-C-A, um, and that is a program. If you go to NACA.com and you look at that program, just read about what they're saying to you. They're basically saying, you know, we're as close to a handshake at the bank as you can get. The, our only requirement is that your buyer sit down and listen to us extensively for 60 days, meaning that they have classes that they have to go to one time a week, and a lot of people who are in this, you know, like they want to buy a house one day, but then they kind of fall out of these programs. And a lot of the people I've talked to, you know, that are real estate brokers that have used this program, they'll say, well, yeah, NACA is great, but I can't get my buyers to stay in the program. And I think, well, that's where, you know, that's the problem you need to solve because the only reason you can't get your buyers to stay in the program is because you're probably not effectively teaching them and coaching them to stay in the program. Um, there are so many reasons for homeownership, and that's kind of the way that you have to approach this. You have to talk to your clients like, you know, buying a house, which it is. This is, this is absolutely proven. Buying a house is economic stability 101. And so everybody wants to buy a house. There's, there's not a 15-year-old that doesn't sit around and watch HGTV that doesn't want to do their own backyard and show their parents, you know, that they're able to go out and buy something, own the community. Um, the, the, there have been studies that have been done where, you know, uh, school systems were across the street from each other. And one school system had a, uh, a, a geography of students that lived in houses that were typically owned by the families. And then the one across the street was just like a different area. And most of the houses were rented and so, or, or their apartments. And the, the school across the street was almost like, it was scary. And the reason was, is that you, there's a different mentality in home ownership. It's the first thing that you can do as far as being responsible and teaching your children that, you know, you, you, you own this, you own your area, you own your community, and this is how to be responsible. And they too will go on to be homeowners and be responsible. And typically they succeed uh, as far as going to college and just their levels of, of success as a proven measure, again, this has been studies that have been done, um, their levels of success are, are extremely high. And so uh, when you talk to people and you coach them, you can't just talk about, well, I would love for you to buy a house because I want to make a commission or because it's the time to buy or it's, you know, jump on it now. This is a buyer's market. You really have to get down to that core of what it means to own a home. And so when you talk to people on that level, they tend to perform a lot better than they would if you didn't talk to them on that level. Um, and just to wrap this part up, because I want to keep these fairly short, but I also want to say that a lot of people have trouble getting people into 
programs. And one little kind of sneaky marketing technique that we use is that we've gone to our builders and said, you know, hey, if, if somebody doesn't qualify today, but you're a spec builder and you've got 22 spec houses on the ground or on in the process of being built, then if I find somebody who's willing and able to go through my program uh, and, you know, I, I don't charge them or anything, but if they're willing to go through the steps and let me coach them into being able to buy a house, then for that house that you're building, you know, that they really like, can we put them in contract for that house and, you know, maybe give a non-refundable earnest money uh, that they are buying this house and at that point they become accountable. At that point, they are in contract for a house. They are so excited. They tell their whole family and they go, yeah, I'm there. I mean, all I have to do is complete this program and I'm there. That person behaves so much differently than the person who says, okay, well, I'm just going to work toward buying a house so that one, you know, one night they decide to blow their entire, you know, like savings or the amount that they were going to spend on their credit card payment on a new dress that they saw in the window. That is, you know, like that, that when we started doing that and putting people in contract for houses, they became so accountable for what they were going to do. They had, they had told their children, they had picked out colors, they had, you know, I mean, like it, it's down to every bit of detail they have written on their Facebook. They're so excited that they've accomplished this. There is no way that they're going to ruin that, you know, happy ending by blowing their credit card money on something frivolous. And so that that's one of the tricks that, you know, I use and, you know, premium members have all sorts of tricks that, that we'll get into. But um, for now, you know, obviously this is a free basic membership podcast. And so I, I just wanted to kind of throw that out there to show that there are ways that you have to start thinking how to get somebody to be accountable for what you're trying to do if they're not doing it. Uh, in the way that you're showing them how to do it in the first place. So um, I'll, I'll end this podcast now and we'll go on to some more podcasts about marketing and lead generation and kind of uh, probably my favorite thing, which is pitching buyers on to builders and trying to, you know, have, have a, a better effective, more effective way of high volumes, which you will have without having to drive everybody all over creation and getting builders on board so that they take care of the sales process for you. So with that, I am signing out.